in your corner, saving one investor at a time, working for clients, not companies, all while bully-proofing portfolios, totally committed to sharing academic truths about investing, always representing Main Street and not Wall Street. It's your Sound Money team, and this is the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. Hello and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Borth. And I'm Barry Parnell. And folks, we are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent, no mothership. We find the best solution for you. And we have a, a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. And when you schedule a visit, there's no meter running. Leave your wallet, purse at home. Because we're going to meet on a complimentary basis as many times necessary to fully analyze your situation and complete uh, a personalized, uh, we call it a retirement compass report. And for your convenience, we do have multiple locations, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and across the pond in beautiful Florence, Kentucky. And imagine this, folks, you're going to meet one or all three of the guys that you make a connection with over the weeks, months, or years, sometimes years. Uh, so that's that's rare in this industry. And if as always, if you're no longer with a company and your money is in some form of a company plan, 401K, 403B, TSP, MOUSE, we can help you roll that out, take control of it, invest it how you want. It's tax neutral. Give us a call, 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Shoot us in the email. We'll answer every single one, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Call the studio right now. Share your thoughts at 513-749-5500. That's pound 550 on your AT&T wireless. James, what's going on today? Well, today we're going to talk about five important retirement Just five? decisions to consider, at least five. And the analogy is if you're going Krogering, if you're going to Myers, maybe Jungle Gyms, Walmart, wherever you might go grocery shopping, you pretty much know what you need. You pretty much know what you want to buy. You pretty much know which brands that you like. And maybe even if you feel like doing something different, trying something a little bit maybe that you haven't tried before, perhaps different brands, it's not really that much of a gamble or a risk. Even if you don't end up really liking whatever that said product is that you just tried out. So you've probably been to the grocery store before. You've probably been there many times before. So you know the lay of the land. You know which aisles everything is on. You know where, where the produce section is. You know where the deli section is, etc. So the analogy, again, is what if preparing for retirement was just like that? Easy, familiar, straightforward. Perhaps your only real decision, do you want paper or plastic? Hmm. Now, unfortunately, retirement really is not like that at all making whatever financial decisions you're going to make, sometimes those important emotional, psychological decisions that come along with retirement also factor in. But no matter what the situation with your investments, about your money, about when to turn on your Social Security, how to maximize your benefits, really when you're positioning yourself, whether it's the individual you or the collective you for retirement, everything else that goes along with it, of course, is often quite complicated. And that's really what today's show is all about, is we're going to discuss the five important decisions that you should consider 
at least to feel more confident about your retirement readiness. James, let me talk about some some questions, thought-provoking questions that might tie into today's show. How do you choose your retirement date? It's different for everybody. I hear this a lot, James. When do you want to retire? Yesterday, 10 years ago, tomorrow. But what do you do if you think you've retired too early? That happens, James. Oops, I don't have enough money. I'm bored. I'm not engaged in life. No reason to get out of bed. So that's important. What are the pros and cons of working with a financial advisor? A good one. I don't know about any cons, but uh, there are pros and cons of most everything in life. Should a financial professional help you with creating a financial plan? Many do not. Just show me your money. Call me with questions. What would you consider a reasonable fee or cost to pay a financial advisor or firm? What are the best ways to budget for your retirement lifestyle? What variables should you consider that could affect your retirement plan? How much will your retirement hobbies or pursuits cost you on a regular basis? What should you do to plan for the loss of a spouse and the loss of income from losing a spouse? What is your definition of vision of retirement? Everybody's different, James. You know, sometimes it's as simple as a lifestyle transition, a mindset change, and maybe a philosophical change when it comes to financial planning and also investing. Many times people, they have been almost conditioned to think and and to invest this way that says as they get older, they want to just simply dial down the amount of risk that they have in the market. Sometimes it's at the expense of becoming too conservative with their investments that they have in the market. Absolutely this. Consider this. When you retire and, and you have your cash flow buckets, hopefully from Social Security, pension, whatever you might have, and then you, most people have to withdraw from the, their, their savings, their 401Ks, 403Bs, IRAs. And two things you have to think about, not counting taxes, that's a third thing, but withdrawal rate, say it's 4%. You need to overcome that. And what about inflation at 3%? So if you go too conservative and you're only getting 3 or 4% average rate of return, then your money, your principal is going to start going backwards. So we don't want you to outlive your money. Right. And our goal as financial advisors is really just simply this. We want to make things as straightforward and also, if possible, to reduce the stress that you might feel as far as the level of uncertainty when it comes to these decisions. So it is a two-step process. The first one, that when we say two-step process, that means at least two different appointments. Maybe more. It's a complimentary process. And what we're talking about is when you come in, the first session, the first meeting with us is a fact-finding mission. Find out what you have, where it is, what are your options. And then the second is where we start making recommendations about your situation. And the fact-finding session is, is you can fact-find about us, we'll fact-find about you, and uh, ultimately see if there's a fit there. So, Barry, take us through as far as sitting down, discussing, what are the different options with that? Well, what? go ahead, James. Well, in other words, when someone comes in to sit oh. down with us, discuss their personal situation, the process that we walk people through surrounds these five questions that tie into today's show. So yeah. really what we're talking about is the call to action, the invitation, which is simply for today, take some notes, call with questions, and by all means, call our office to make an appointment to come see us. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654.
Very simply, schedule your appointment, come in, get your complimentary second opinion on the health of your wealth. So take us through some of the what we call the five key questions that tie into today's show. All righty. How much income will you need to live every month? That's number one. Well, we ask that towards the end, but that's an important question. Yearly, monthly, what do you need? What are your core pursuits? Everybody's different. What's your target retirement date? Even if it's a ballpark, it's important to come up with something and not just yesterday or tomorrow. Will you work with a financial professional? What is your personal risk tolerance? Very important, James. Well, and some of these questions, we're going to dive much more deeply into these as we go through today's show. But starting off with the how much income will you need on a monthly basis? Many times when we are solving for X, it's like saying, what are the different sources of your guaranteed income? Guarantees could come from, say, for example, your Social Security. And if you're lucky enough to have a pension, that's also one of the guarantees. Now, there's always a little asterisk next to some of these guarantees, right? So, for example, if you have a pension from your company, from your former employer, how solid, how financially sound is that former employer? Okay? If you have guarantees, say, from insurance products like annuities, well, once again, based upon the claims paying ability of the insurance company. Normally, we're talking about billion-dollar insurance companies, but nevertheless, there is some degree of risk when it comes even to that. Core pursuits, that's like saying, what are you going to do with yourself on a day-to-day basis after you've retired? And the number of people who have a healthy amount of core pursuits actually does, does impact greatly the happiness that they have throughout retirement. The target retirement date, is that a one-size-fits-all, one-age-fits-all? Absolutely not. Working with a financial professional, many times people are do-it-yourselfers, at least to an extent. There are some things that they absolutely will not hire a professional to help them with, and there are things that they just simply want to do it on their own. It's like guys who just never want to look at a map. They always want to know, I exactly know where I'm going. I don't have to look at a map. I can do it myself. Don't pick on the guys. You're right. Mostly it's the guys. And then your personal risk tolerance, which does change over the course of time for most people, but not for everyone. So how are you in this equation as far as are you – like most people where you have your risk tolerance that dials down over time, or are you someone who even in your 80s loves to have full-blown market risk? There's more. There's much more. I'll phone about the office, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Opinions expressed are solely those of Brown Financial Advisors and should not be interpreted as specific advice. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified investment advisors prior to implementation. Market-based investments involve risk and past performance is no guarantee of future results. Insurance-based investments offer guarantees based upon the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. All insurance, tax, and mortgage services are offered through Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors. LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Borth. And I'm Barry Parnell from across the river in Kentucky. And we are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent, of course. I say this over and over, but it's important. We have a fiduciary responsibility 
Not all in this business, in the finance business, have that. We do. We're licensed, and we have to do what's in your best interest. So we are going to work for you as clients, not companies. And for your convenience, we have multiple locations. Our home office is Milford on the east side. Love to see you there. But if it's more convenient, we have remote locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and across the river in northern Kentucky in Florence. And you're going to meet one or three of the guys Often people you hear on the radio, you don't actually meet them. You never talk to them. You're not only going to talk to us, you're going to meet one of us, maybe all three of us, depending on your situation. So give us a call, 513-575-9654. That's 575-9654. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Send us an email, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. James? All right. Well, so... Going back and just recapping what we brought up right before the commercial break about the five key questions, just to reinforce what those are, how much income will you need? Do you have an income plan? And we're not saying that you have to have an income plan that lasts you throughout your individual or collective lives. It's just simply a starting point. What do you have as far as your your needs versus your wants on your income? What are your core pursuits? Think of that as your activities that you have that I would say are intrinsically rewarding, or by their very nature, they are rewarding, at least to you. Your target retirement date, if you even have one, whether it's a very specific date, like July 3rd of the year 2020. Ten years, five for years? For example, yes. Yeah, within the next five years is an example where some people don't really have a specific date. They just have a time frame in mind. Will you work with a financial professional, or are you going to be a do-it-yourselfer? And sometimes this ties into the husband-wife team where one of them handles the finances and the other one just kind of takes a step back and doesn't really get involved. That's okay for some people, but it's a very unhealthy dynamic in the long run because in the case of someone dying, especially the one who handles the finances, then you're left with the person who doesn't handle the finances now is suddenly thrust into that role, and they may not be fully prepared for that. And then your personal risk tolerance. Once again, this could be a number that is very definite for some people, fluctuates over time for others, is also different between the husband and wife team as well. And by the way, you can go to our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. In the upper right corner, it says Get Your Risk Score. It's an 11-question questionnaire that uh, will fine-tune it, at least gives us a starting point. When you come in, we can go from there. Uh, So... Do that today, and we can figure out at least a starting point for your risk. Right. But notice that none of these questions actually centers or focuses on specific financial products or where to actually invest your money. So we're really talking about, at least at this point, a bigger picture of how does this impact your individual and or collective retirements. So that's where we're starting today. Yeah. And one of the the things that will come out in our our complimentary uh, first interview is how much monthly income do you need? Now, a couple times this week and at least two or three times a month, I find someone, it really, their cash flow comes from buckets that are quasi-guaranteed, like pension, Social Security, maybe a disabled check. And that's good. That's good. They still want to grow their money for their loved ones. But we see that. Uh, way too many people are focusing on the wrong things when it comes to planning for retirement. We do not want you to think 
about rates of returns, although we'll get to those, but it's not all about rates of return. Asset allocation, investment diversification, tax diversification, and all that stuff. So we don't necessarily need to focus on that. The first thing we need to focus on, now that will come out, it's important on all those things, but income is cash flow is king. The transition from working to retired can be tough because, you know, sudden change. In, in your pay, obviously, that's the first thing. Most people become accustomed to a lifestyle that they live and support it by a paycheck all their life, and all of a sudden that's gone. It's normal to live that way. We see it every single day. We become increasingly reliant on a check to live the way we want, and we expect it. Really what we're saying is focus on your income first, your cash flow first, and then once you have that solved, or at least potentially solved, then that's when you start worrying or focusing more on the rates of return, like Barry mentioned, the asset allocation, your investment diversification, even your tax diversification. We're talking about the different types of qualified monies versus non-qualified monies, whether it's IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, even the Roth versions of those employer-sponsored plans, and then transitioning to having non-qualified investment accounts. So no matter how you are invested, whether it's an annuity or in a market-based account, that's just simply your investment. Your tax status can be virtually anything that you want. You can have your investments in bank CDs, and it it doesn't change that your tax status is still, for example, an IRA. That's right. Many people confuse that, and uh, it's not bad to have non-qualified money that is taxed along the way until you retire, and then all of a sudden when you withdraw money, it's not taxed at that time. Uh, You have tax-heavy, tax-friendly, even tax-free, like the Roth that grows tax-free. So consider your income, first and foremost, your cash flow as a function of your monthly needs. Do you know what your expenses are, both your basic and also your discretionary expenses? So think of this as your wants and your needs. How much money are you going to spend every month? What does that number need to look like for you to at least to be able to afford or live the lifestyle that you envision, whether it's during your first few years of retirement or throughout your entire collective retirements. Yeah, uh, here's some easy steps to take, and some of them are self-explanatory, and you probably already do them, but it's worth mentioning. Create a budget. I know that's easier said than done. Believe it or not, I talk to people that do not have a budget, not just in the, the clients or prospects, but just neighbors and friends and even younger people. But create a budget and stick to it. Use spreadsheets, calculators, whatever that will truly determine how much money you're spending every month. In other words, it doesn't have to be a high-tech approach. You right. can use a pencil and paper yes. with an actual eraser with the pencil, you know, in case you do change your mind once in a while. Yeah, and if you're just somewhat computer savvy, create a spreadsheet and find out down to the penny, coffee at McDonald's or wherever, Find out where you're spending your money, and uh, you can better manage it that way. And don't forget to factor in holidays or their special occasion like birthdays and anniversaries. You know, have a, have a column for or a cell for all those discretionary expenses. Uh, you can type budget calculator in Google and, and find a wide variety of options if you want to go that route. Uh, once you have your numbers, you need to think about how certain expenses may change and earmark specifically to when those expenses may change or suddenly disappear. For example, things like tuition expense or uh, for kids 
paid off. Are they paid off? Mortgage payments. Hopefully they're gone. Spending more on gas and airfare if you like to travel. Many of our retired clients do. Or perhaps more fun money because you can actually have more time to golf and go bowling. There you go. And here's a term I'm going to use that may sound a little bit weird, but entitlement income. Oh, boy. So think about your entitlement income as the paycheck that would not come from your nest egg. So we're talking about things like your Social Security, perhaps your pensions, even perhaps income from a part-time job. Now, the word entitlement really means for Social Security, for example, it's not free money. It's simply you've paid in pretty much your entire adult working lives into the Social Security program, and now you're getting back out what you paid in. Hopefully, at least you're getting out what you paid in. Most people don't. But nevertheless, the word entitlement in this case is being used because it doesn't come from your individual personal nest egg. So once you've determined what your income looks like, now determine what your shortfall may look like if you have one. That means develop a plan to make sure that you can position your retirement assets, whether it's from your entitlement, quote-unquote entitlement income, or from your nest egg income, to make sure that you have perhaps the need, you know, that you can, you can satisfy the need for the additional income or the cash flow. So possible options that you should talk to a good financial professional about. When to file for your Social Security. How can you maybe maximize your individual collective family benefit options? What's your proper allocation of red and green money? And maybe how do you move red money to yellow money? How about is there a way from the stock market or from your, in, your market-based investments to develop a good dividend-paying stock portfolio? or from fixed income investments like your bonds to create income. And also, last but not least, is there maybe a good bond replacement strategy, also known as a fixed indexed annuity, that might actually be a better way to kill two birds with one stone when it comes to how do you generate income or cash flow during retirement? So our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. 9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Morth. And I'm Barry Purnell. And as always, we're an independent registered investment advisory firm, and we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest, folks. So we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. And uh, when you come in to visit, it, it's like having a cup of coffee with an old friend. We'll meet on a complimentary basis as many times necessary, at least two, maybe three or four or five or I don't know how many times to fully analyze your situation and uh, complete a personalized retirement compass report. And we do have multiple locations, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. And, and we can help you with rolling out a company plan, if you, especially if you're no longer with a company, 401K, 403B, TSP. Or if you're still with the company and you're over 59 and a half, a lot of, a lot of companies will allow you to do what's called an in-service rollover. So you can pull out a portion of it, keep it going, keep contributing, keep getting the match, but at least take control of it before you even retire. Give us a call at 513 575 Nine six 
1-800-227-8654. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Go to the upper right-hand corner on the very first screen and test your risk tolerance. It, it's a good starting point. Send us an email at team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. If you want to call right now, please do at 513-749-5500. That's pound 550 on your AT&T wireless. James? Well, when it comes to listening to our show, yes, we're hoping that you're listening live here on 55KRC, but you can also go to our website and listen to or even download our podcasts. You can also go online maybe to places like iTunes, Spotify, and also listen to download our podcasts. So whichever the case may be, we're hoping that you're tuning in to our show. Now, going into uh, about the number of times when it, when it comes to meeting with potential clients, yes, Two is really the minimum. That also depends upon how complicated or maybe uncomplicated your situation is. Everyone is at least potentially different. So if your financial situation, if your life, if your whatever you have is for investments is not that complicated, perhaps it does only take two appointments. Now, if it is a little bit more complicated or sometimes very complicated, that's when it does take sometimes three, four, or even five different meetings with us to fully develop not only your income plan, but your full retirement and financial plan as well. All complimentary. Yes. So now, as far as today's show, next topic we're going to talk about when it comes to the decisions to make, we're going to delve into about the core pursuits. So, Barry, tell us more about developing your core pursuits. Well, retirement uh, should you know, it should be based on your life, your golden years. You know, that's what we think about when we think of, about retirement. Sometimes we have people want to work for life or get a part-time job, do voluntary work. They want to keep busy, and that's not a bad thing. But retirement should be about doing more of what you want and a whole lot less of things that you have to do. That being said, you've learned that retirement means different things to different people. Everybody's different. Core pursuits or activities that are intrinsically rewarding. For example, gardening, coaching, reading, cooking, painting, if you're artistic, spending time with your family. That's a big one for most. That's going to be a big one for me. Golfing, bowling, tennis, pickleball, whatever that is. You play that with pickles. Uh, and cornhole, that's popular around here. Yeah, think of pickleball. It's actually a pretty popular sport. It's a cross between table tennis, which is also known as ping pong, and Regular tennis. Or pickles Why it's called pickleball, I'm not quite sure, but it actually is a pretty fun game to play. And it's something that's a little bit less strenuous than regular tennis. So that's are, why it's maybe more popular. Are spicy pickle spears involved? Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right. So, yes, we all have hobbies, or at least we should have hobbies. And it may seem like everyone's working for the weekend to a certain extent because while you are still working, while you still do have your career – Time is often very short. Time is often quite limited as far as what you have for availability. Now, luckily for us, you know, the the working stiffs here at the radio station today, working is really just simply part of our lives. It also, in our cases, I would say for me personally, and I think Barry also fits the same category, that fortunately spending time with family is one of our core pursuits. Right, and I like doing the radio. I hope I'm 90 and I'm still doing this radio show, with or without you, James. Yes. So here's the question. What is it that drives you? What will you spend your time doing that would make you happy in retirement? 
and I know this is sometimes a philosophical discussion more than anything else, but studies have shown that people that, even if they're not as well off, quote-unquote wealthy, that it's the ones who had a healthy amount of core pursuits that were significantly happier in retirement than the people who were actually wealthy with few core pursuits or not enough healthy outlets when it comes to their core pursuits. So it does go to show that money isn't quite everything, you know, at least not quite, right? But, of course, we all know that having money, sufficient cash flow, when we say having money, that you saved and a solid income plan on how to spend it definitely does help. So, once again, our call to action is give us a call, 513-575-9654. Talk to one of our qualified investment advisors and make sure that as part of the conversation, either during the first or the second appointment, discuss your, your core pursuits that you might have in store for retirement and make sure that they're at least part of the conversation. That's right. Now, how about this one? Set your target date and plan for it. Uh, now, it might change, but at least you have something to plan for. You have a goal. This is not usually that hard for, for most people, but we would be remiss if we didn't list this as one of the five things that we asked our clients during the discussion. And what is your target date? And when do you want to retire? Some people say, I don't know. That's what we're here for. You tell us based on our uh, future. And it could be 10 years out. Sometimes we have a young person that's 20 years out. At least we can set a goal. We typically get answers like January 2nd, 2020 at 1231. I do get that. I don't know how typical it is, but I do get that. They know exactly when they're going to retire. Now, at age 65, not a bad time. Uh, uh, because you can set the worst-case date and defining your plan and work longer. It doesn't mean it has to be exactly there, but Medicare kicks in. Uh, you can turn on Social Security early. Uh, most people that we deal with, full retirement age is 66 as far as Social Security. It doesn't mean you have to wait till 66. But that's a major, major reason Perfect. why age yeah. 65 Medicare. is because of Medicare, because yeah. of health insurance. That's right. That's right. And... Some people say, oh, I don't know, sometime within the next two or three years, sooner or later, sooner the better. That's, that's what people say. Even this answer still allows us a window of time, even if it's five to ten years. Um, and a lot of people, you know, I find, well, several people, especially this past week, they don't ever want to retire. They love what they do. That's one of the questions I ask. Do you like what you do? Does it cause stress that's killing you? No, I like what I do. And maybe you continue to work at least at some um, part-time basis. Well, keep in mind, too, it's not always up to you. Sometimes you may love your job, but it or the people in charge don't necessarily love you. Oh, that's true. Force and retirement. it may not always be your decision of when you actually do leave your job. That's right. And I hear this a lot. I, uh, I'm not really sure. It could be two years, maybe five. Just don't know. This is probably the toughest. On the other hand, it's good that these folks are coming in and, and being proactive, you know. Be proactive, even if it's 10 years out. We can help. But it's going to be much harder to be definitive with your financial decision-making when you have such a broad range. But the good reminder on this is that, once again, it's not always up to you. But if it is, we want to know what your time frame is, what's your time horizon. What is it you want to do now? What is it you want to do in the next 6 to 12 months? What do you want to do in the next 6 to 12 years? Do you have those ideas firmly in mind, or is it just simply maybe a dream at this point without an actual plan or blueprint? 
So remember this. It is important to at least start somewhere. So even if you do not have any intention of retiring in the next 6 to 12 months, think of it this way. Once again, even if you don't have any intention of retiring, what happens if someone decides for you that now is the time that you are no longer part of this company? Just going through the process with us will give you lots of information on your future. So whether it's buyouts, layoffs, health-related, some people have to retire sooner than later because that just simply is what happened in their lives. So our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help as far as these different retirement decisions or even can you afford to retire is also a very important consideration. Stay tuned after the break. We're going to finish up on our topic about the five important decisions to make. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm James Borth. And I'm Barry Parnell. And folks, we are an independent registered investment advisory firm. We're going to do what's in your best interest because our license says that, and we would do it anyway. We have fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. And we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. And we have multiple locations to come closer for you. I've even been known to come to your Residents, if you're not very mobile or you just need that for the convenience, maybe on the far west side where we don't have an office, but we do have an office. Milford on the east side, Blue Ash, Central, Westchester, a little bit north, west, and even south in Florence, Kentucky. You're going to meet one or three of the guys that you make a connection with over the weeks, months, and years. Barry, James, or Greg, or all three of us multiple times, and we can help you roll out that 401k, 403b, TSB, some kind of company plan. If you're no longer with a company, we think most of the times it's better to do a tax-neutral rollover and, and invest it like you want to invest it. Give us a call at 513-575-9654. Our website is brownfinancialadvisors.com. Send us over an email at team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. All right, we're around third and heading for home, James. What's going on? All right, so going back and finishing up on the thought about how the corporate landscape is changing, if you are someone who either is faced with a potential layoff or a buyout consideration here, so in other words, it's really not perhaps fully up to you, but you see the writing on the wall, and maybe there's an option to take a buyout, or maybe there's just simply you have a large company-sponsored 401k or some type of of company-sponsored plan that you have maybe a significant amount of company stock in and a significant amount of appreciation in that particular plan. So here's the point. Before you roll that out into a IRA, whether it's a traditional or Roth, but before you do that rollover, make sure that you've at least analyzed the NUA situation that applies to you. NUA stands for Net Unrealized Appreciation, and really it's a like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for some people to separate the cost basis in their company plans from the appreciation, to pay ordinary tax rates on the cost basis and pay capital gains tax rates on the appreciation. And the only way to know if this makes sense to you in your situation is to come see us and talk about this and see what your options are. 
for many people, very simply, it is a great, potentially great situation that they can take advantage of. But nevertheless, it is a major tax consideration to be planned for and specifically how to pay for when it comes to your taxes. So, Barry, tell us more about the next decision, which is whether or not to work with a financial professional. That's that's correct. It's a choice, obviously. It's a choice. We recommend that you decide whether you want to work with someone, pay a fee, or be a do-it-yourselfer. Now, we work with a lot of do-it-yourselfers. Where they'll, they'll have some stuff on the side, but they do choose to work with us. And and it's absolutely a choice. Uh, you're not required, of course, to work with a professional or hire someone. Many people go it alone and handle their investments decisions and in their money on their own. Uh, we've met uh, people that are quite good at it. Uh, they're very up to uh, up to date on all the different aspects of retirement. Remember, we're holistic. We can help not just with investments uh, or, or safe money solutions. It's the whole realm of the retirement, Social Security, Medicare, do you take that lump sum pension or do you take the monthly payment? All kinds of things. And and uh, we met plenty of people who are good at it and they know all that. And uh, and, the, and the spouse knows it as well. You, you should know it yourself well enough now to know whether you need a financial advisor. And if you think you should, then it's time uh, uh, that you understand your options. There are, of course, different types of financial professionals, some good, some not so good, and some that just love to have your business. All right. So here's the concept. Think of this as being, and we'll use this analogy as the three worlds of money. And really in the financial world, the three worlds that exist as far as, and we're talking about in general here, is the bank world, the Wall Street world, and also the insurance world. So the bank world, for example, things like your CDs, money market accounts, maybe even your checking and savings accounts, typically things that have a very conservative, which is to say a very low rate of return on their deposits. So yes, you'll earn some interest when it comes to the bank, but not much. And generally what consumers regard when it comes to these is that there's some type of safety or security because of the FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation that comes along with it up to certain limits, of course. So it's one reason why investors, at least that are concerned with the preservation of capital, may invest in bank products. So once again, bank products, yes, you can create income using these very low rates of interest, but most of us know that we're sitting in one of the lowest rate environments our country has ever seen. All you have to do to really appreciate this, drive by your local bank, see what they're offering, pick up the paper, clip some coupons, and check the rates, and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. That's right. What about the Wall Street world? Investors seeking capital appreciation may choose to incorporate a variety of of investments in the in the Wall Street world, like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, exchange-traded funds, that is, variable annuities, commodities, and real estate into their portfolio. These investments can offer far more upside potential, but it involves risk, sometimes high risk, depending on how well it's managed or uh, just, just invest it and, and keep it and hope it comes back. So there's risk involved there. Investors considering utilizing different investments in their financial portfolio should make sure they are comfortable with the risk. Risk usually means reward, 
in exchange for, for, for potentially higher returns. And, of course, number three is the insurance world, which does include things like, of course, life insurance, but also fixed annuities, fixed indexed annuities, and the guarantees that are provided are, once again, based upon the claims paying ability of the insurance company, but we are talking about the billion-dollar insurance companies in general. Now, variable annuities we actually have included in the Wall Street world. And why do you think that is, Barry? Well, because variable annuities are, are really uh, a bunch of mutual funds called sub-accounts wrapped around a layer of insurance, of which, which you pay for everything, and they usually have high rates, and variable by definition, means it can go up and down. There are guarantees built in, but your your account value can go down. So, yes, variable annuities are directly invested in the market. That's why they're included in category number two, which is the Wall Street world. Now, with the fixed and especially the fixed index annuities, you pay a premium, you receive a certain amount of interest, and the crediting options are sometimes based upon what the markets or the the market-based indices will do, such as the Dow, the S&P, and even international indices as well. So in other words, you are not market-invested. You are market-linked to what the market does. So linked to the market, but not directly invested in the market. With uh, different varying participation rates. And when you're ready to receive income or start drawing income from your accounts, you can do it via what's called income riders, and great things about the income riders is you, they don't force you to annuitize the contract. The second one is annuitizing the contract. That's where you actually have liquidated the account and turned it into a stream of payments. And the different types of guarantees, sometimes the payouts are based on single life, joint or spousal payout options, term certain where you get for five years or 10 years or even for the rest of your forever. That's what the term certain means as far as the different payout options. Once again, though, with these annuities, they are long-term investments. They are designed to provide supplemental income, but once again, this is not something that you invest your rent money or your real estate money into as far as what you need to pay for your bills in the next five to six months. And usually when, when we use an annuity, a fixed income annuity, fixed index annuity, is the income, we use a rider usually instead of annuitized in which you give up your lump sum. It won't go to your beneficiaries, unlike an income rider. There's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. All right, folks. On behalf of Greg Brown, James Borth, and myself, thanks for listening. Have a great week. And remember this, sound money. Well, good things are believable, achievable, and true for you. 